man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Point Week 11 Wrap-Up Edition. I am here in studio with Bobby. Welcome back to the studio, buddy. What's going on, Wes? Yeah, it's, um, God, it's been since, what, March? Mm-hmm. Since the start of COVID, since we've been back here in this amazing studio? Yeah, yeah. It's, it feels awesome. I'm, I'm happy to have you back, as always, brother. It's great. It's it's a good time. We do not have Matt tonight. He's a little jammed up with the primary job, but I think me and Bobby will be able to take care of this just fine as we break down some of the games. There was a lot of good games last week. Um, some good picks, some not good picks, right, Bobby? Yeah. Um, I went on on a limb and it showed. All right. We'll definitely talk about that, but we're going to start out with a little more important news right now. Bobby, talk to me about, uh, Dallas, uh, the Dallas coach. Yeah. So apparently today, um, we, we got alert from Scheffner and all that the NFL that Dallas is strengthening conditioning coordinator. One of them, there's multiple there, um, suffered a, um, medical issue. Mm-hmm. non-COVID related so they had to cancel practice and all team meetings and all that obviously they got a game on Thursday so you would think it was definitely a serious situation you know happening this soon oh yeah we're not so um there's no really details out there right now we just know that there was definitely a major medical issue mm-hmm. obviously prayers are going to go out to all the Dallas Cowboy um personnel family whatnot um hoping for the best um 100%. yeah hoping for the best yeah, Marcus Paul uh, has been uh, – uh, he was your – what? I'm sorry, your strength and body coach, right? Strength and conditioning coordinator, yep. one of them. Yep. Been with the organization since 2018 and spent 11 years in the NFL uh, – or I'm sorry, 11 years with the New York Giants. He also worked for the Saints from 98 to 99 and the Patriots from 2000 to 2004, so he was part of some big teams uh, for sure. And, and McCarthy did the right thing in canceling that practice and, you know, kind of – ending that day at that you know we don't know what's going on with him just yet but i'm sure that's a, a very confidential yeah. thing at this time and you know all yeah, the thoughts I mean, you got to think unfortunately that it's probably a you know a little bit more serious than what we want if they're gonna you know go to the extreme of canceling practice and mm-hmm. team meetings and all that so we just wish and pray for the best 100 percent. all right let's go ahead and move in into the uh into the games uh so coming into last week uh, we, you can do me last. I don't want to we, hear my. We we were pretty knotted up. Yep. So uh, the, all three of us separated by five games. Uh, I'm 99-47 and one. Matt was 96-50 and one, and you were 94-52 and one. Uh, so both you guys, you and Matt, both got your locks right. So Bobby, you moved to eight and three on the season in locks, and Matt is ten and one on the season with locks. And I just want you both to know that if it weren't for me, you both would have taken L's in locks because we all picked that Minnesota game. And I picked it first, so that's what I get for picking first sometimes. And I'm going to talk to Matt about that tomorrow because he was not happy about me picking first. So I'm going to say he owes me tomorrow on that podcast. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's go ahead and go through the records for the week. I finished with the best record at 10-4. and four. Uh, On the week, again, I did lose my... I did lose my lock, so I go to seven and four on locks. One hundred and nine fifty-one and one on the season, so not too bad. Matt goes eight and six on the season or on the on the week, excuse me. Uh, not probably what he would have wished for. One hundred and four fifty-six and one, still looking pretty good. And Bobby, three and eleven, brother. You went three and eleven last week. Ninety-seven sixty-three and one on the season. Hey man, you're the defending champion. I know you've got some some fight in you still. I know you tried to make some some bold predictions last week as well. Yeah, it was a tough week. I mean, I could just see as Sunday um, was progressing that it was not looking good. I did make a lot of reaches, but I mean, you got to do that, you know, to you got to make those reaches to 
try to jump ahead and um, yeah, make those plays. It didn't work this week. Thanks for talking about it. <laughs> you know <laughs> it. But hey, man. Hey, and then yeah. we're going to jump into games here in just a second. But you got a tip of the hat. But I got you, you. But I got you on fantasy, though. So, you you yeah. got me. And shark week is what was your record going in? Like nine and uh, I was two eight and two. Eight, eight and two. two. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Go ahead and speak on that. But yes, I mean, that was um, obviously when there's one thing that fails you. That was one thing that actually made me sleep a little bit better on Sunday night was beating West in our fantasy league. Yeah, man. And, and again, that puts you, we were talking about it a little bit pre-show. You That puts you in a, a, a control your own destiny situation right now. So currently I'm sitting at eight and three top in the league. Um, I am locked into the playoffs and the only one locked into the playoffs. My brother, uh, discount double check in 10th place. He is eliminated from playoff contention at two and nine. And after this past week by tiebreakers and everything like that, I kind of looked into it. Uh, Matt, he has been eliminated at uh, three and eight. He had a rough season, had uh, Chubb and Barkley both getting injured early in the season, never could kind of recover from that. Deshaun Watson, baby. He came through for me this week. He was huge, man. Yeah. He was huge. And I saw that. Cook, even though, you know, my boys took that win, but Dalvin Cook was pretty much good for like 20 plus a week in fantasy football this year. So. Oh, yeah. Um, Derrick Henry did me good uh, late in that overtime game. That was huge for me. Uh, we have a couple clinching scenarios. So you have the second place, third place, and fourth place teams all are in a scenario where they can clinch. All they have to do is win, and they are in. That's Robbie with Dak Lives Matter, West Downs with the Fredericksburg football team, and your pops, Bob Rhodes, with the Tigers. Uh, all three are in, in clinching scenarios right now. Uh, you, Bobby, are in fifth place, six and five on the season. You win, and and you were one week closer to being in. If I would have lost this week against you, I think I might have been eliminated. You, would, not eliminated, you wouldn't have been I eliminated, mean, but I you would have lost control of your own destiny because yeah. it, it would have been a four-way tie between you, Sawyer, with the Fantasy Rick team, Corey, who has now changed his team from Duval Sucks to Old Man Rivers, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and Logan with the Peanut Butter Falcons in eighth place. He got a uh, he got a big win versus Sawyer that kept him in it. So lot to lot to be played in these next two weeks for positioning. So you know, keeping we'll keep on uh, on tabs. There is money on the line, folks. There is. It's All a right. good competitive league. It, it, yeah. You know what? I was talking about it today with Robbie. There is a lot of parity in this league. A whole lot of parity, and, and it's awesome. It is freaking awesome. All right, let's go ahead and move into these games. We're going to start off first with, of course, the Thursday night game. As always, the Cardinals at Sea or the Seahawks. Or, yeah, Cardinals at Seahawks. Excuse me. Twenty-one, twenty-eight. Seahawks get the win. Ten and one on Thursday night games since two thousand and ten. And this was a fun game to watch. You know. We both, all three of us said this was going to be a really close game, and we both could have seen it going either way. And I had talked to you, obviously, off air about it. Uh, talk to us about this game, Bobby. I know you got a lot of action. And Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you right now. This, I mean, this is turning into one of the better rivalries in uh, NFL football right now. You posted that on Twitter. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, these two teams, and obviously the first game, you know, I think they just played recently, what, three weeks ago when DK caught Buda Baker on that, you know, long, you know, interception return. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, within the last few years, I mean, these guys are really competing really hard against each other. Um, I mean, Kyler Murray still, you know, seems to impress. I mean, 22, I mean, 29 for 42, 269, mm-hmm. two touchdowns. I mean, the guy's just a baller right now. I mean, he's definitely up there in conversation when it comes to um, MVP. I'm not sure if he's going to be a front runner or whatnot. But um, I mean, look at you got a guy like Larry Fitzgerald. Larry eight Fitz, catches, man. Larry Fitz, eight catches. I mean, D Hop was kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to game plan around him, absolutely, which leads Larry Fitz to get you know more opportunities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, Seattle, Russell Wilson, just you know, 
came through at the end. I mean, it was a great football game to watch. It was a late game. Um, Russ was extremely accurate in that one, man. 23 for 28, 197, uh, two touchdowns, no picks. I mean, what more can you ask from him? Uh, you know, after the last few weeks of having rough games, it's nice to see him turn it around. He ran the ball a lot more, too. I think 10 carries. Yep, 10 carries for 42 yards. Yep. Uh, Lockett, as always, getting involved. Metcalf involved. Uh, uh, compliments, though, to the uh, to the Cardinals secondary. They did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah, all in all, they did do a pretty good job. It was just actually a sh- little bit stronger of a game from Seattle's defense, and Dunlap finishes it for them at the end. And I think I was texting you about that. Dunlap had a hell of a game right there. Mm-hmm. They just got him, what, two weeks ago? Yep, out of Cincinnati, who where yep. he wanted to get out of desperately. So he's making his um, presence known pretty early. Yeah. Getting there. It's and Kyler Murray continues to impress. You know, he they're keeping it close. They're one of my top teams. I had them fourth in the power rankings. I don't necessarily think that they'll drop out of my top five, but we'll see that tomorrow. Um, still a lot to be played. Uh, we're gonna brush on this one quickly because of the massive mega injury that happened. And Cincinnati takes the loss nine to twenty. Washington football team goes to three and seven. Bengals fall to two seven and one. Bengals 0 18 and one in the last nineteen road games. But the story of this one is Joe Burrow is done for the year, Bobby. ACL, MCL, and other nasty, nasty injury. I don't know if you saw it. I think, oh yeah. I think you were hanging your lights at the time when I was texting you. But I'm sure you saw the replay and oh, yeah. all that. It looked really bad. It was extremely yeah. bad. It was extremely bad, and you we know the best for him. I mean, he'll come back 100. percent yep. but just um, he was going on a great rookie season right now. I mean, he was even great in that game. I mean, 22 for 34, 203 in the touchdown. That's a great, you know, that's a great game to have. They were kind of in it too, and then that once that energy ha- or injury happened, it kind of was the deflating feeling in that entire stadium. I know it was DC, but still, it was. Hey, give it up to Alex Smith, man. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, Alex Smith is. I mean, this guy is not going to light up the score sheets and all that with stat wise, but. I mean, he, he's a winner. We know that. He's been a winner in his past. So not? I mean, this is – I'll be honest right now. I mean, we'll talk more in depth of this tomorrow when we do our predictions. But, I mean, the Redskins, you know, with a solid defense like they have right now, especially up in the front, and Alex Smith is not going to make a lot of mistakes. He's going to put them in good situations to win football games. They got a good thing going on right now. Yep. Uh, Washington only allowing 272 yards from that Bengals offense. Uh, you know who I really like on that team is Antonio Gibson. He's been quietly a stud the last few weeks, man. He gets Leading another touchdown NFL on this for one. rookies and um, and uh, rushing touchdowns, I believe. Yep. Yep. Or yep. Yards. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's yards because I think Robinson's got him. But I think I just heard something today though that out of all rookie running backs, he's leading all touchdowns. rookie running backs and. Yards or touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that dude is that dude is something serious. I like him. I like McLaurin, McKissick. I, I like this this Washington football team. Uh, they're coming together. I think they need to find their franchise quarterback, uh, and and that's really it. I mean, they, they can be a winning team. They just, they're just they a few pieces away, and that one critical piece being a QB. Like you said, Alex Smith, he's not going to lose you games, uh, but he's not out there to win them either. You know, he, he is a game manager, and uh, that's the way I kind of look at him. I love the dude. I think it's an amazing story, but it is what it is. And this team needs to be looking to draft QB. I know I feel like it's like consistently happening, but you got to. I mean, you have to draft a QB here. You got to hopefully get in the top five. This isn't going to be the guy right there. No. People don't realize that when Ron Rivera took over the team right there, that wasn't a Dwayne Haskins guy. He didn't draft him and all that. So I could see a Justin Fields play in there. Right. And and if we learned anything from the Cardinals, a lot of teams can turn around quick and and just jump on another QB. And in their situation – uh, it worked out for the Cardinals. They, they ended up being extremely successful with it moving on, and we'll never know really what uh, 
what their predecessor had, uh, Josh Rosen. But it is what it is at this point, and they're 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 successful. And I think Washington could do that same exact thing. I think they're that type of team right now that could do it. Setting up for a good showdown on Thanksgiving. Boy, guys are eating your turkey right there. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Redskins, uh, or I'm sorry, Washington Football Club. Yep. Cowboys game, four o'clock. The most competitive is it? The most competitive conference of football right now? Yeah, it's the most competitively Even bad. Even with only three wins, but it is very competitive. 100% on that one. You are 100% right. Let's go ahead and move on to another uh, competitive division, and that being the NFC South. The Saints, with Taysom Hill behind the helm, get the job done 24-9 to over Atlanta. Atlanta falling to 3-7 and on the season. Uh, New Orleans, an impressive 8-2 and right now, and a lot of the doubters that said Taysom Hill shouldn't be the one out there. It should be James Winston. He put a lot of them to sleep, Bobby. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I pretty much watched this whole game. Um, that was a one o'clock slot right there. Um, I wish, you know, a lot of people, the funny thing, a little side nugget that ESPN fantasy actually had Taysom Hill still listed as a tight end. Yep. I went against him in the league. And then um, anybody that had him as quarterback, you know, or had him and use him as a tight end. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a call right there. Yeah. A number. I mean, the guy's a player, obviously. Um, I did not agree with the uh, the change right away. I knew that they were going to make that change. I mean, it didn't surprise me because when you pay the guy the amount of money that they pay Taysom Hill, mm. obviously you're going to want to put him on the field. Right. I thought Jameis, and I think Jameis is more of a pure quarterback. Um, but, I mean, Taysom, I mean, we saw what he did. I mean, he didn't make any mistakes. He, uh, I mean, he's just an athlete. You know, he's a player, you know, behind the field. I mean, that's a well-oiled machine over there. Kamara actually, you know, had a quiet game. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Thomas is starting to get into his own right yeah, now. Yeah, man, 100 yards on uh, on nine receptions. He's, I mean, he's looking good. It looks like he's just going to catch about anything from anyone at this I mean, point. you know, it's Michael Thomas. I mean, he's only, what, this is his fourth game, I think, of the year? Yeah, he's he been banged up one. all he's year. You would know. And then disciplinary issues and all that. Right. But, I mean, we all know the type of player that he is right now. So um, it's a very dangerous football team. I mean, the Saints, to me, are definitely, I think they could get that first round by, obviously, you know, in the embassy. Um. Atlanta's Atlanta. I mean, they suffered, you know, they started off horribly and went through the coaching change and all that. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I don't know how long Breeze is going to be out, but Taysom Hill, I mean, you know, more and more reps he gets, you know, during the week of practice with the first team. And so, I mean, he's a player. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to put your best players in the field and put your best player, you know, put the ball in the best player's hands. And obviously that's what they did. And it showed and, and Taysom Hill, it's not like this is something new. They re-signed him for a reason. I mean, Sean Payton's obviously going forward with him, and he's obviously starting to create a playbook bound around Taysom Hill as the future, and that's just what it is. Um, but we'll, we'll see what they do next week. I mean, one game's good. Let's see if they can make it two in a row with Taysom. Pittsburgh gets a – I mean, destroys Jacksonville 27-3. Uh, Steelers going 10-0 and for the first time in franchise history. Jacksonville falling to 1-9 – 1 and 9, excuse me, their second nine game losing streak in their franchise history. Uh, the other one actually coming last year. So, uh, not a whole lot on this one. Pittsburgh moves to 10 and 0. This team's looking impressive. James Robinson, I got to throw out a, a little kudos to him. Over 1,000 yards rushing, uh, undrafted rookie, top 10 in rushing on the season on a, on a really bad Jacksonville team. He is definitely their. Uh, Silver lining for sure. So Jack's setting themselves up right now for the number one or two pick? Yeah, it's looking like number two right now. It's going to be hard to uh, beat out the Jets for that one pick. I know Jacksonville looks like they are definitely trying for it, and this organization is doing that anyway. There's going to be monumental sweeping changes in this franchise at the end of the season. uh, Luton is obviously not the answer uh, with an interception fest in that game. Couldn't get anything going. I mean, they were better off just handing the ball every down to James Robinson. Just remember this name, 
for the Jaguars. All you fans listening that are Jaguars, Justin Fields. Yeah, I'm, I'm highly confident that that seems to be the main guy. Uh, I, I hear little whispers about Trask out of Florida, but I would feel probably more comfortable going with uh, going with Justin Fields at this point. Uh, but it, one guy's not going to make a team, man. I mean, Jacksonville does have a good receiving core. Their line is starting to shape up. If they can keep them on the field consistently, Norwell's banged up, so we probably won't play this week. Uh, the defense, they're starting to patch pieces together, but the secondary needs an entire overhaul outside of C.J. Henderson. Uh, they put Allen, uh, Josh Allen, excuse me, and D.J. Hayden on the IR for the rest of the year, so they're done, uh, which is the right move. Keep them healthy right. for the rest of the year at this point. There's no point in risking them for what could be a, a better season next year, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, Yeah, I man. just don't see Jacksonville you know having even the, one of the top three picks going away from one of the top tier quarterbacks because we got a big quarterback class this year mm-hmm. obviously with um lawrence fields and um the kid from florida and um, a couple guys out there jacksonville uh one of i think two or three franchises that have never had the number one pick really yep they've never had it the highest pick jacksonville's ever had is second and they've only had it once and that was during the inaugural was that Baselli or not yep that was Baselli. that was that, the, that was our initial draft we were behind the panthers the panthers got the first pick we got the so second when you guys pick. got ramsey that was like six or something yeah the highest yeah. i think we've been since is bortles and uh um, bortles at three and i think we were at three one or two more times actually right. so okay. we've been there a few times uh new england takes a loss versus the houston texans uh, this one was played in Houston. I'm just trying to pull it up real quick and having extreme issues as Bobby can see. Uh, 20 to 27 was the final. Again, Texans going to three and seven and Patriots falling to four and six. New England first time below 500 through 10 games since 2000. So 20 years, uh, Cronell uh, versus, uh, Belichick and Cronell gets the win this time, Bob. Yeah. I mean, uh, Deshaun Watson had a game, you know, obviously I'm on a fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, New England is down this year, as we all know. Um, this was kind of a back-and-forth game. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching it. I was just kind of watching the red zone and got bits and pieces. But Deshaun Watson had a really good game, though. He's very efficient, 28 for 37, 344 yards and two touchdowns, six carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, you know, Houston is just one of those teams that, you know, they're not going to, you know, scare you to the point where they like the Kansas City Chiefs or the, um, the Saints right now or – you know, any of the powerhouses, but I mean, just another team that's, you know, just, they go as Deshaun goes right there. So, You're 100% right, especially. I like Damian Harris, too, the running yeah, back. I mean, I, he didn't have an official game, but, I mean, he's a bruiser from Alabama. Yeah, he's a good kid. And uh, Cam Newton obviously not looking like the answer, although he, you really, you're hard-pressed to blame him for that loss. Uh, but Damian from New England, by the way. Yep, 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 yep. I knew. Yep. Uh, you're hard-pressed to blame Cam Newton for the loss, especially in the passing game. I mean, the passing game was there, but yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Yeah. Bird. Yeah, Bird. Wow, yeah. I didn't know those numbers. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't either. Speak, yeah, speak uh, that's why that. I said go ahead. You pointed, you reached out right to it. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I mean, six catches, 132 yards, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's pretty solid numbers right there from um, from Bird. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really that's that's good. Uh, both of these teams, man, they're in the kind of a they're they're in that middle to top 10 pick right now new england being where they're at they got to get a qb right so is, is this going to be the first year yeah yes they have to get a qb is this going to be the first year and how long since new england hasn't made the playoffs i mean did, 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 did they make the playoffs the year brady tore his acl versus the chiefs they did with castle right 
Matt Castle? I think Matt Castle might have came in and took him to the playoffs. But, yeah, well, I mean, we'll have to touch base on that again. But, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. And they're in – they're uh, – what are they? They're third place in the AFC East right now. And uh, they're in three games out of – or I think four games, actually, out of the division lead right now with the with the Bills who are running it. But Miami, I mean, you can't sleep on them either. Yeah. Uh, although they did let us down this week in our picks. Philly at Cleveland. Bobby, you picked Philly to win this one. They ended up falling flat for you. Uh, Eagles have just looked extremely bad these last few weeks. They have not been solid at all. Um, looking completely disoriented as a team. They just it, it's it's hard. That to offensive watch, line is just not working for Carson Wentz right now. I mean, he doesn't have the weapons. You know, I mean, defenses on the defensive side of the ball right now, they're struggling, struggling in the secondary. Um, just a team that's kind of out of the disarray. But the funny thing is that they're actually in first place in the MCs. That's how bad the division yeah, is. Yeah, and they're three, that tie. And one. The tie is no. only difference. Otherwise, these teams are all four linked, and it's anybody's race in that division right now. It's it's crazy to say, but it's the truth. Wentz, like I said, Luke did not look good. They were better off handing the ball off to Miles Sanders, which they only did sixteen times. Turnovers by Wentz, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, the efficiency was there. Twenty-two for thirty-five, two touchdowns, but those two mm-hmm. interceptions, you know, play big roles in the game. Massive roles. The ball over. Not to mention, you're looking at uh, two more fumbles. I mean, they lose one. Miles Sanders loses one. Wentz almost loses one. I mean, it's uh it's ugly in Philly, man. It's really ugly. Another another casualty of being banged up. But in Cleveland, the skies are wide open. I mean, honestly, man, since OBJ went out. I mean, this team is—you don't hear anything from them. They just go out and play hardball. And, and don't forget, Miles Garrett didn't play last week. He was no. held out for the COVID. And he won't play this know? week versus Jacksonville. Is he they, out this week too? Yeah, they—they they yeah. probably won't need him. But I mean, they, he's out this week. So, uh, this Cleveland team, man—they're—they're they're looking good. They're keeping quiet. They're under the radar. They're a team that nobody really wants to play right now, and they're just—they're proving that AFC North, man, it's just as hard as the NFC West right now. Agree. Yeah, I mean, it's a—it's a competitive division for Agree. sure. Uh, Detroit at Carolina. Panthers win twenty to nothing. PJ Walker, the former XFL star, gets the uh, gets the win. Great story. One and zero as a starter. Five and zero in the XFL. Carolina allowed zero points for the first time this for the first time since week fourteen of two thousand and fifteen. I mean, it was an impressive game. They were smart. They played good stout defense. They got they had a healthy run game, and they didn't ask too much of PJ Walker in this one. Yeah, I mean. This was shocking to me a little bit because the Lions are one yeah. of those teams that always play competitive in every single game. And we've just talked about them, that several times this season. And just to see them get shut out like that, I know they were suffering a lot of injuries. I know Swift was out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galladay didn't play. Mm-hmm. So they were definitely down, you know, a lot of firepower in that. But, um, yeah, I mean, big ups for um, P.J. Walker, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a good story right there. It's man. an excellent you know story. I love yeah. it, man. I love Mike, it. Mike Davis just – you know, is obviously proven that he's kind of their guy when McCaffrey's out. Yeah, they have a you know, solid one-two there. Carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Bobby Smith, so. Um, I mean, I'd only put their one-two probably behind uh, Cleveland's. They have a really good one. Well, I, I mean, maybe Kansas City, depending on how Bell's doing. But, yeah. They yeah, really I mean, couldn't get off get, get, get anything going from AP in this game either, The uh, that being the Lions. Hawk, when Hawkinson's your leading receiver, you know there's a problem. And he's a little banged up too right now, though, because every week I got him on my fantasy. He's always questionable, mm-hmm. my game time decision, all that. So. And it's it's tough. It's tough. Not a whole lot of a lot of anything going on right now for the uh, for the for the Detroit Lions. And it, again, you're gonna start hearing those Matt Patricia cries to get him out of there. It, they were heavy at the beginning. They've been of the season. crying for that for years. They right have now, been, bro. and they have been 
but you, it went a little bit quiet at one point at the beginning of the se- after the beginning of the season because it was heavy at one point. He was like the number two or three hot seat guy in the NFL, and then it kind of he gained a little a little leverage, and then I mean, whoop, gone. Uh, my buddy Evan, my, one of my best friends down here, you met him. He oh, has yeah. a shirt that says "Fire Matt Patricia or the family" right now, and like it just seems like once they lose two or three in a row. Then they'll end up going on a little winning streak or whatnot. Like, you know, they're that tweener team right there when it comes to that. You're 100% right. And speaking of a surprising tweener team, the Ravens take another loss, fall to 6-4 and four in the season, lose to the Titans, who go set, uh, who win 32-24 on a game-winning 29-yard rush touchdown from Derrick Henry, moving to 7-3, Titans hanging tight with the uh, Indianapolis Colts and that AFC South. Those two teams extremely strong. What do we make of the Baltimore Ravens right now? They're out of the playoff I'll, right this I'll, I'll tell you what, right? I mean, I had this team as, you know, I don't know where our projections were earlier in the year, but, I mean, I had them as Super Bowl contenders. Right oh, now. yeah. And I think the film's out on Lamar Jackson. Granted, yeah. You know. You said that, too, in, uh, yeah. on the on their group chat. Yeah. And granted the um, – I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think that my dad and I were talking about this today. I think they lack, lack a lot of weapons. Right now their best receiver is Hollywood uh, Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's begging for the ball. Right. And then you got Dobbins and um, – Who's out? Ingram. Who's out? Who are both out with yep. COVID this week? But yep. even just going, for, you know, besides the fact of that, right there is that um, I mean, this team right now is just not producing what a lot of people thought they would be. A lot of people mm-hmm. thought they were going to be a better team than the Steelers, and you know, the Steelers are obviously the best team in the NFL right now, record-wise, undefeated. Um, Lamar can only do so much. And, I mean, their teams are starting to figure out his run game, mm-hmm. obviously, so they're controlling him on that aspect. I, they're still a very dangerous football team, and. Tennessee, and by the way, I love this game though. Did you oh, see pre-game? Did you see pre-game? Yeah. With Mike Vrabel yep. and um, Harbaugh and, and Harbaugh kind of getting into it. I mean, yeah, not even post-game, they wouldn't even shake hands. Right. Yeah, I mean that dates back to last year's wild card or playoff game. You know mm-hmm. when they knocked him out when Tennessee knocked Baltimore out. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. great season. So, I mean Tennessee. I mean you're going to roll or Derrick Henry rolls. I mean they contained him as much as they could through four quarters, and then I was in the car listening, you know, and then they just pounded the rock, and then Derrick Henry. Um, Mm-hmm. What do we call that in baseball, man? A walk-off, man. He kind of walked off with that 23-yard touchdown run. Yeah, he did, man. Game, good he, football game. Hey, I love, anytime those teams play, I will watch, man. I yeah, mean, they're they're hard-nosed uh, hard-nosed teams, and it's fun to watch to watch them go at it for sure. And hey, I'm not I'm not one of these guys that typically says this, but I have an interesting, a very interesting stat. I can't give you the exact numbers, but listen to this. Yannick Ngakwe leaves Jacksonville and goes to Minnesota. Minnesota starts out on a massive losing streak. They trade him to Baltimore. Minnesota starts winning again, and Baltimore starts losing. I'm not saying he's a bad luck charm. I'm just saying he can't catch a break. He was losing in Jacksonville. He was losing in Minnesota, and now he's losing on a good, good, good Baltimore team with his former teammate, Calais Campbell. And on top of that, Jags fans... Saints, I'm sorry, Jags fans, Saints fans, Bears fans, Packers fans, and Lions fans are all voting Ngakwe in to the Pro Bowl to screw over... Get the Vikings and kick up a pick. Step up in the pick. Yeah, now not to say he's not deserving. He's actually had an extremely good season. He's the first. He well, the other night. And he's the first, the uh, first defender in general to get over double digit sacks this season, leading the league in sacks. Really? Yeah. Coming into this week, he was leading the league in sacks. I don't I know. Mean, if... We always knew Ngakwe is a great player, man. I just oh, don't yeah. know why it worked out. He didn't work out in Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, yeah. I from... think a lot of people don't know why a lot of things are working out in Jacksonville right now. Uh, yeah, me being one of them, that's a uh, that's a hundred percent. You first. For <laughs> sure. You you know it damn well. Uh, Chargers get the win over. Over the Jets, 34-28. Keenan Allen uh, has a 16-reception game. Sets a franchise record for receptions. And uh, Herbert, man, just keeps launching it, dude. My new my new um, 
rookie of the year, offensive rookie yeah. of the year right now. You have to, I right? Have to. Yeah, I have to now. Absolutely. Especially yeah. with Burrow out. I mean, who keeps who's who's even close? I just I mean, just watching the red zone, just bits and pieces of this game right here. I mean, this guy is just dropping dimes. He's so big. And the guy's six six, two hundred and forty pounds, dude. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a hell of a football player. It's hard for me to say this, man. Being an or he's being an Oregon Duck. Yeah. I'm watching the guy or whatnot, but I give respect when respect is due. I mean, this guy to me is running away with offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, especially again with Burrow out, the first pick gives you a little bit of leverage, especially if you're doing somewhat decent. But I mean, Herbert has gone out there and impressed. Yeah, go ahead, read them off for me. Yeah, 37 for 49, 366, three touchdowns. I mean, no. But the picks. main thing that stands out is he's not turning the ball over. Exactly, he no threw it to. He's not turning the ball over. And he's over. throwing it accurately too. I've watched uh, uh, actually a fair amount of Chargers games in the last few weeks, and he's if they can figure out if this team can figure out how to win, at the end of the game, they will be dominant. And, and there's an there was an interesting stat coming into this week. Uh, only two teams in the NFL have. Uh, um, what was it? Only two teams in the NFL have lost by less than uh, less than seven points, and it was yeah. in all their games this season. And I think it was the Chiefs with their with their what, one loss, and then yeah. it was the Chargers who are sitting at three and seven right now. I and mean, is it, is it also fair to say that not just this year, but just going through the past, that Keenan Allen's been pretty much the most unappreciated best receiver oh yeah in football oh yeah I mean, not just here but just with philip rivers and all that like oh, yeah he's had his couple of years where he was injured or whatnot but when this guy is on the field he dominates what 14 catches 165 yards 16 catches 16 catches yeah yeah i mean that's unbelievable what a what a, an excellent and game he has a, this is not an overnight football player this guy's been doing this for years he just doesn't years. get the love because it's west coast man west coast. west coast doesn't typically get the love a lot of times espn doesn't focus on the west coast like that man it's no company, so oh 100 percent. and the fact that uh I, I mean it's just herbert's been freaking impressive man it's just a shame he doesn't get as much light but i think the rookie of the year will be a good a good opportunity well they took number what three overall for mm-hmm. a reason that's right. Yeah. Or number uh, six, excuse me. Number six, yeah. They took him at number six. Dallas at Minnesota. Dallas pulling off the win with the go-ahead two-yard touchdown reception with 137 left in the game. Uh, Schultz, correct, gets that yeah. reception. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to flat out say it, Bobby. None of us picked him. Uh, oh, this is a surprise yeah. game, bro. I mean, being a Dallas fan my whole life, I've seen them win games like this when they're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, it did shock me, but I wasn't really too surprised. They did what they had to do. I mean, you know, uh, they ran the ball. I mean, Which, Zeke, you know, I was going to say that. You haven't seen, you don't see Zeke over 100 yards too much. Right. It's his first one of the year, mm-hmm. you know. And right. then Pollard had a really nice run, you know, in the third quarter for a touchdown. Uh, C.D. Lamb had a good catch. Uh, defense is playing well, though, for Dallas right now. That's yeah. The thing that stands out to me more right now is that defense, even last week when they played Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in a really close game, that they're, they're they're really stepping it up on defense right now. I mean, that's the chemistry when you have a team like that. Mm-hmm. We have a beat-up O-line, but you got to give Zeke the ball, you know, especially when you don't have Dak out there. Mm-hmm. you got to give Zeke the ball and uh, control the ground game and then put it up to your playmakers. I think, you know, Dalton is feeling a little bit more comfortable now in the offense. We'll see. Good win. I didn't call it. There was no way I was going to call it. I was going to say, I don't think a lot of people called that a Dallas win, but that's a big win, man. That keeps them in the playoff hunt. They're still alive. Uh, I know you don't have Dak, uh, but this team's still alive for playoff contention, and 
should definitely be paid attention to as such. I mean, I, I would put right now, as crazy as it sounds, I, I have them and the Giants as my two frontrunners in that division, uh, which is wild. I, I mean, at this point, I don't know who's going to win that division. I just wish I was in that division because my team would still have a chance at this point. Right. <laughs> and the Redskins, though, man. I mean, that, I mean, that, that front seven's nasty. Yep, Washington. We'll see. Thursday's gonna be interesting. Isn't that yeah. crazy that the winner of that's gonna be in? Well, potential. Yeah. Yeah. Potential. You know, first place team. Yeah, it is absolutely wild. Two seven and three teams now after the Colts beat the Packers 34-31 on a Blankenship field goal in overtime of 39 yards. Colts uh, beat the beat the Packers how the Packers like to beat other teams, and that's by scoring all the points. I didn't watch much of this game, though. I, you, I didn't catch a lot of this game either. Uh, I was uh, really, believe it or not, I was fixed in on Miami Denver, which we're going to hit next. Uh, but regardless of that, Aaron Rodgers went out and did his thing. This was a this was a tale of two halves, really. Uh, first half was all Green Bay, and second half it was it was all Indianapolis, and they just shut down the Green Bay offense, and it showed. Uh, you didn't have an extremely strong performance from Jones, but he didn't get enough carries. You know, when you're averaging 4.1 carries. 4.1 yards to carry. You need to get the ball. And uh, he just didn't. They relied on Aaron Rodgers in a situation where, in my honest opinion, they didn't have to. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I really have on this one. I both, don't have Both a lot. teams sitting at 7-3 right now. Yep. In deep contention for playoffs. So. Yep. Indianapolis tied for the division leading the AFC South with that tiebreaker. Uh, and Green Bay, uh, I don't think they have. Yeah, they're 7-3. I don't think they have anyone really competing with them right now besides the Bears who are falling out of the sky. Yeah. Because of their uh, lack of momentum, I guess you could say. Uh, Miami takes the takes the L in a surprising loss to the Denver Broncos. Denver's defense was really, really good in this Very game, and they were fun man. to they, watch. They gamed up. They game. They did a great game plan. I, I, I'm not sure who the D coordinator was, but I was listening on the radio the other day. Though, I mean, they really made Tua feel really uncomfortable. You know, mm -hmm. that's a great game plan. Got a rookie quarterback going in, having his third start, and they got after him. After big yeah, Denver three and zero versus the AFC East this season, one and six versus everybody else. So they definitely have the formula versus those teams, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, nothing crazy out of lock. You didn't have anything crazy on that offensive side. McManus was getting it done. Denver made some calls in this game to try and be aggressive that didn't pan out. Uh, but then Melvin Gordon had a great game. He did. Uh, and that's what they need to do, continue to run the ball. I mean, they did have a two-back system, and him and Lindsey really had good games. Gordon just kind of stands out a little bit more. He had a higher rush uh, higher rush average, and he also had a couple of touchdowns to boot. Patrick looked good, though, over 100 receiving yards, uh, but he was kind of the lone bright spot on that offensive receiving core. Yeah, I mean, they were pounding the ball. If you saw that, mm -hmm. Lindsey got 15 carries, and the other running back got 16. So, I mean, you know, control the clock, you know, slow the game down and all that. That's that's what they did. Another one of those teams that's really honestly, I mean, you think how banged up Denver's defense is. They're a QB away from being competitive again, and I just don't think Drew Locke's the answer in the chosen games like this where they just pound the crap out of the ball and take the ball out of uh, Drew Locke's hands and make uh, make 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 the run game win it, and the defense hold them, and that's what they did. They they, they gave two a trouble all yeah. day long. And another little side story to this one right here, though. I did pick uh, Miami to win, but mm -hmm. I think earlier in the week, Tua said, oh, the NFL seems a lot yeah. easier. Yeah, it got real hard real quick. Dude. That yeah. was bulletin that's board lock, material. That's locker room material right there. Yep. So they they kind of proved that, hey, bro, <laughs> you're only a rookie. It's not that easy, man. It, so it, yeah, one or two wins, bro. Don't do that. The so, yeah, NFL yeah. will come out and bite you and just I'm like sure, that. And I'm sure the coaches for the Dolphins are like, all right, don't. Don't, don't do that, that again. Anymore, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
You just end fuel to the fire when you do that. Exactly right. Uh, Kansas City gets a win in a really good rivalry this season, 35-31 versus the Raiders. The Raiders fall to 6-4. Kansas City goes to 9-1. But you got to give it to the Raiders, man. They've been competitive both times with the Chiefs. I understand their division rivals, and those are typically closer games. Regardless, they've been very impressive this season, and they continue to impress in games like this. You know what? It's not even fair at times with Kansas City. Because how do you leave Mahomes with like a minute and a half left in the game? Because they're and I'll be honest, and I will say this, and I've heard a lot of people. I think a lot of people can agree with this. With the fastest player in the NFL, in Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. with arguably the best tight end in the NFL with Kelsey, mm-hmm. and Pat Mahomes, who I've never seen ever roll out right and throw across his body like he does. Nobody's ever done it better than him. And I can, mm-hmm. I mean, you can talk to Troy Aikman's all the gurus and whatnot and that's just way too much time on the clock for him agreed so, like i i just they're, they're a tough team to beat yeah like i've never seen I, I can honestly say west i've never seen a quarterback be able to flip the ball across his body like that the hardest throwing football like he does he makes it look so easy and mm-hmm. he just does it like like it's nothing it's so nonchalant the way he does it and, and i mean he's an impress he's just impressive all around and like you said i mean he's got a great supporting cast you bring in edwards hilarious who's been excellent as a rookie you have Le'Veon bell as a backup who understands his role who might have finally kind of stepped into somewhere where it's you know it's a good place for him uh kelsey and hill both go over 100 yards both get a touchdown on the game and then you have i mean you have a plethora of other receivers that some of them aren't even playing because they're injured right now you have a great defense i mean they didn't they weren't as great in this game but I mean, they gave they gave Derek Carr a little bit of a tough time, but Carr looked impressive. He had a good day. Josh Jacobs, I mean, I, again, the Kansas City defense, they did a good t- job kind of wrapping him up because uh, he did get 17 rushes. I want to say he needs more rushes, but you can't say that when you can't get those yardage. And, I mean, at uh, 17 yards, you should be a little bit higher than 55, but that's just me. I mean, to beat a team like Kansas City, it you're going to have to – You I have mean, to have a perfect game. You're – you're pretty much – I mean, you're going to have to hold them to low 20s, yeah. you know, mid-20s. And to ask two of those games out of out of Vegas yeah. is a, it's a tall order to ask for. But they they proved in both games, win and loss, that they, they deserve to be talked about definitely as a playoff team or a contender at the very minimum uh, uh, of it all. Last game, Monday night, we had uh, Tampa Bay take the L to – the Los Angeles Rams, and we continue to see the inconsistency from this Tampa Bay team. Yeah, I mean, what, two weeks ago they get blown out? Mm-hmm. Last week they come back and have a good showing. This week they fall flat again. They fall flat again. And Tom Jer- Brady making mistakes in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Last try, interception to lose a game. I mean, I'm not going to say lose a game, but, you know, to end the game. Definitely didn't help. Yeah. And, and look, man, this is there's a, a common theme between both of these games, and they don't get the run game going and I don't understand it and I they were they were never in a point in this game where they were completely out of it that they had to abandon the run game and they just never got it going I mean 17 rushes is a lot for maybe one or a good good bat good amount for one running back but when you got two running backs that are capable of, of breaking big runs at almost any play you got to use them especially Ronald Jones man I, I'm flabbergasted by the fact that he really didn't get a whole he only got 10 touches that's it yeah I mean he needs more touches than that in a ball game like that I would expect 15 to 17. Uh, you would think, right? I mean, he's a top 10 rusher right now, even with Fournette. And I know Fournette's been banged up, but he he earned his number one spot on that team for sure from Arians because Arians said they were going to let him fight for it, but it was Jones' team to start out with, and he had to prove that it was his job to keep, and I think he's done that. 
Let me tell you one thing about this game, though. And you know, you might, and a lot of Jaguar fans might not want to hear this, but I think Jalen Ramsey is playing probably about the highest level that he's played in a long time right now. No, I've uh, I've I've passed my my bias against him, and uh, he's been excellent. He's doing excellent work for the community over there. Uh, outside of the game, he's got paid, so he's 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 all in cloud nine right now, man. He's where he wants to be. So best of luck to him. But that he's one guy. I mean, I, I'm telling. I don't know how they're. I, you need to give the guy that's hand, that's working out these contracts in the accounting department a billion dollar raise because right. I don't know how they're making it work with all the these paydays they're putting out. Kudos to Ramsey for getting that deal done. Kudos to the Rams for being able to get it done somehow. But this team just. And, and I picked the Rams. I mean, you guys picked the Bucks. I picked the Rams in this game, but still, yeah. I feel like they're a team of yeah, but like I'm not confident to put them in the I, top echelon. I, I, I just, I can't, I can't. I'm still not sold with Jared Goff. Like, no, you I'm know, not. Like, somebody proved me wrong. I'm cool with admitting that. I'm just right. I, I, even when he was in the Super. Bowl, I mean, he's I mean, the defense things, took right? them there. The defense took them there. Right. Just the same way that right. Jacksonville took uh, the the defense of Jacksonville took them to the AFC Championship game a few years ago. Uh, the defense. It's these excellent defenses, and and Ramsey's not he's not blind to it. He knows he's been there. And it doesn't hurt when you have an animal like Aaron Donald up front. That exactly. Just havoc, exactly. Know? What do you do in those situations? But the one thing that stands out when we uh, Ramsey lately is his. I mean, I show a lot of my football players, man, like the way he tackles. Though, man, yeah. he's a very aggressive. What's his size, though? Jesus, I think he's like he's I mean, big boy. He's like, Fucking six one, like and he's ten or something. He's like, well, he's gotten quarter. he's gotten bigger. Yeah, like he's, he's bulked up since he's come to the yeah, league, dude, and that's like, natural. Have you noticed like lately, like he's tackling dudes and like slamming them down? Yeah. Like, dude, oh like, yeah, he's aggressive, man. He's always yeah. been like that, though. I mean, remember AJ Green uh, yeah. uh, versus the Bengals Jags game? I mean, yeah. he's always been aggressive, and he always talks a lot of smack. Those are the two things you're always gonna get from Jalen, and it gets in receivers' heads, yeah. man, and, and it gets in the quarterbacks' heads too because they have to throw it in that the direction. And even Brady last night, he's looking for any other direction to throw it in, but Ramsey's way, and then they they proved that on a couple touchdown drives so the rams are leading the nfc west right now right are they are they tied with seattle i, I think, think they're, they're tied um, with seattle oh i don't know as I think far they as might be a game up i'm not sure i don't know as far as tiebreakers but we're gonna find out and uh right yeah the rams right by tiebreakers have it over seattle seven and three seven and three and then you got and Arizona, i think they, they right do here. play they do play again this year right now too Ooh, so that's yeah, gonna be a good another one. little tight little conference right there nothing both, like the nfc east baby both teams <laughs> un, yeah for real both teams <laughs> undefeated at home yeah. Which I mean, you would think really doesn't mean anything being this season, but it means a lot apparently. They're still uh, they're still getting, and and the Rams are winning it in the conference too, where it counts seven and one. So that's another tiebreaker metric. And I know he's not. I don't think he's with the Rams, but Cooper Cup, man, that's another really underrated receiver, man. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's extremely underrated. He's not talked about that much. He reminds me of a Julian Edelman type receiver. Exactly. Yeah, and that that's kind of the way I look at them, you know. Uh, but yeah, the NFL's shaping up to have a really good finish. A lot of those uh, a lot of those good teams are starting to pull away and separate themselves from the fake, you know, fake teams. And you know, we figured out that the Bears are a fake team, but we all kind of knew that from the get go. Uh, the Lions kind of started out here and there. They're a fake team. Uh, Minnesota, they're not getting really anything done. Philly definitely a fake team. I mean, look, the NFC, the bottom four teams in the NFC, <laughs> three of them are in the NFC West right. or NFC East, excuse me. And then you have Atlanta, that's just kind of set in between them. <laughs> and one of those teams will be going to the playoffs. And, and then what we got the Arizona Cardinals, yeah, and the NFC West sitting at what six and four. Yeah, right who now? could potentially be sitting on the outside because yeah. of that. 
It was wild. It's so wild, man. It is absolutely wild. Right, and then you're going to have a team. Obviously, right now, I mean, looking at the numbers, or actually it's pretty much mathematically given right now that the winner of the NFC East is going to have a losing record. at least a losing record slash yeah. tie right yeah. And um, have a home field game. Unless a home game. Yeah, unless Philly goes on a streak or one of y'all went out. I mean, went this out, is, right. This is the week we're going to find that out. Dallas or Washington is going to be in that position where they're going to be at best a 500 team at best after this game. Right. So, whew. But remember, it happened to the Titans a few years ago, though. Yeah. They were um, they had a losing record and hosted a playoff game and won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but, mean, that's the thing, too. Get to the playoffs. That's all that matters. And that's what all four of these teams are thinking right now. All I got to do is get into the playoffs. What do you think about that, though? Like, if you have a losing record and you win your division, do you deserve to host a playoff game? In my opinion, no. You don't. You don't. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, you don't deserve to go to the playoffs, period. I, I but, agree with you. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, what are you going to do? You can do it. You'd have to completely completely restructure everything to the point where it would be like, okay, only – By numbers. It's only strictly know. stats and or stri- wins and losses. It has nothing to kind do with Kind of like division. college football where it's like computerized and all that, like yeah. the schedule and this and that and all that. Yeah, like, because you start getting in a ridiculous hybrid. They'll never, they'll never change that, obviously, because we're a division right. league, so the winner is going to get – Exactly. Because if, if you're sitting here, so. if if you're sitting here looking at it straight up with the NFC East, you have the Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Rams, and then you have the Buccaneers, Cardinals, and then I believe it would be are they doing? Is it two playoff, two wild card teams or three? It's a third wild card team. So the Bears would be the last team. Is that this year? Yep. They're doing three. Yep. The Bears would be the last team in technically, but the way it actually is going to be is it's going to be the Saints, the Packers, the Seahawks, um. And then it's going to be technically right now Philly. And then it would yeah. be the Rams, the Bucks, and the Cardinals leaving Chicago on the inside out. If that was today. If that was today, correct. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it's right here. We'll pull up the current playoff and then we'll go ahead and wrap up. But uh, <laughs> it's just wild, man. It's so wild to see this playoff. Um, yeah, so right now as it stands, it's the Saints, the Rams, the Packers, the Eagles. Then Philly, the Bucks, and the Cardinals in. And then you have the Bears and the Vikings and the Lions on the bubble. And then the AFC, it's the Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, Colts, Titans, Browns, and Raiders getting in. The Raiders fell two positions. The Browns went up three. Titans, uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, Titans went up three. I mean, whew. AFC stacked, dude. And then you look at the NFC. It's not that it's not stacked, but uh, you got an eight and two, a seven and three, a seven and three, a three six and one, and a seven and three. <laughs> no. On the bubble, the Ravens. Yep. Everybody I know. had them going into the season. On the As, bubble, like, the Super Ravens. Bowl favorites and all that, and I did too. Yep. I, can, I can say that. that Ravens and too. the Dolphins. Yeah. They both put themselves in that position by losses last week, man. Yeah. Losses pop, pop both in teams in, the, hey. in that rough. You got to win. I'm just happy right now that the NFL hasn't had any canceled games through this whole COVID-19 mm-hmm. that is still gone like it is right now. Yeah, well, we'll see this uh, week with Pittsburgh-Baltimore. A lot of positive tests in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, and the game is could it? be on the one more positive test could potentially postpone, and it's a Thursday game. So we'll see. We'll see. Knock on wood. Yep, exactly right. All right, man, well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I'm glad to have you back in studio. It's nice. Nice and refreshing to have you in here, brother. It is, man. Yeah. Yes, it's a great setup over here. I love it. Appreciate it. Well, for Bobby, I'm Wes, and this has been The Extra Point. We will see you tomorrow. Take care, fellas. Thank you.